All right, guys, we are live with another episode of the Blue Crocus Experience. I'm your host, Louis Vandervoch, and I'm joined today by Nick Bittinger, um, who has actually been working, been working with Mike Claudio of WinRate Consulting. So we'll probably chat a little bit about that. But Nick has a background in the asphalt industry um, and has learned a lot through that, learned a lot through working with different companies. And so we're just kind of going to chat a little bit about that. But Nick, if you want to introduce yourself, tell <clears throat> yeah. people where you're at, what's going yeah. on with you. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Um, so yeah, my name is Nick Binninger, uh, and I started out um, working for my father's asphalt maintenance company, which started back in '89, uh, and I started, I think, in '99. So started as a little primer boy out in the uh, the parking lots back when primer was used for oil spots, and uh, grew all the way up to an ownership role. Um, that transition wasn't as expected, which I'll get into that in a minute, but uh, yeah, I worked my way up. I was a crew leader uh, estimator, so I got all, all the experience I needed to, which was great when I did make that pivot. Um, so yeah, we, uh, let's see, my dad, he, um, he came down with Parkinson's disease about 12 years ago and about six years ago, he was unable to run the company efficiently anymore. Right. So at that point, it was my duty to kind of step in and, and fill his shoes, um, which I did. And then I, I also have a, an older brother who stepped in as well, who was part of the business, you know, a little bit before me, um, but just, just, he just skimmed the surface. Um, he, had, he hadn't had much experience, but he knows, he knew a little bit more about business than I did. So he was definitely a good addition. We were kind of yin and yang, if you will. Um, his, uh, we always said our, our, my strengths are your weaknesses and vice versa. So it was a great, great team. Um, so yeah, we, we, we started, uh, kind of taking over about six years ago and, um, you know, I mean, just, just to, to kind of be transparent, dad had made some poor, you know, financial decisions in the past. Um, and that, that, uh, that, that caused us a little bit of pain. And, and suffering, you know, within the, within the company and it made it hard for us to grow. So there wasn't much capital there, um, you know, to, to really grow and expand. So we were kind of stuck, you know, our equipment was, was, uh, was aging and, um, and so on and so forth. So we kind of like, you know, had our heads just above water for a few years. Right. And we're just, you know, barely getting by, especially, you know, I'm, I'm up in Traverse City, Michigan, so we do see a, a significant amount of snow. So, you know, we did snow plow in the winter. We had to. Um, so with that, you know, some winters that there's like that sweet spot, right? Like if it snows like a ton, you're paying, you're paying a ton out in payroll. And if it doesn't snow at all, you're not making any money. So um, the winters were always really stressful, you know, that, that, uh, because we never snow plowing in the winter. Yeah. 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 So I'll never miss those days, man. That uh, that was a time of year that I always just never was looking forward to. I would I would become so stressed in the winter because it's like, are we gonna make it through? You know, and because uh, we literally just scraped by. You know, every winter it was. It, Dad didn't really. I mean, he was a great. He was great in his industry. He had, he had, he had built a lot of relationships and was, was, you know, just very well at that. He, he, he was a people person, people loved him and he, he grew his business based off relationships, but 
he did not really, you know, he didn't really know how to run a business. So money side and management and all that. Correct. Yeah. And that, I mean, honestly, I, I kind of inherited his way of, of running his business as well, or running a business as well, because that's all I had to learn from, you know? So that kind of stalled me a little bit on some of my, you know, decisions that I made and, and what was right and what was wrong. And, um, it just, uh, took me a little bit longer and make a few mistakes and fall on my face a couple of times to really learn the right way of how to do some things. So, um, yeah, it just was like, you know, going into winter was always stressful because we never really like plan for that and like put money away or, you know, things like that. So, um, fast forwarding until, you know, this past year, uh, we, we were approached by a, uh, a bigger, very reputable, um, company in our hometown who is actually an excavating company, but they started an asphalt sector of their, of their business. And was just kind of in the building phase of that. And we were approached because we, you know, in our area, we definitely had the area locked down, you know, within like a hundred mile radius. We, we were, we were the guys to call as far as, you know, asphalt maintenance goes. And we also had a sweeping division too. We had some uh, big and little sweepers that would go and we do spring and fall cleanups for, you know, big, big stores, or we do, you know, mill and fills, stuff like that for, for county work too with that. But would you do the streets at all on the sweeping side? Yep. Yep. We do the streets and then, you know, we, we'd have our nightly sweeps, we call them, which like are the Walmarts and the, you know, the Home Depots, or the box stores, right? This is just the maintenance cleanup part. But so that was a, that was a separate side of our, our business, which, you know, added to the value, but we were approached because we had so many clients, you know, we had so many customers, uh, very trusted customers who trusted us and who had, you know, gone to the other side and come back, you know, because we weren't the cheapest in town. So uh, we had built that over, over a long time. And that's something that dad did. So uh, we were approached by this other company in town and uh, um, it kind of happened simultaneously of us kind of needing to figure something out. Right. Cause you know, this, uh, this kind of crush we had, this crush we had, you know, or the thumb we had over us, it was kind of coming, you know, coming to an end here because, uh, especially with COVID, yeah. um, stuff like that, uh, just, uh, yeah, we're, we're, it was, it was nearing the point of where we needed to figure something out the next step. So yeah. it, it kind of all happened simultaneously. And, um, I got offered a position over at, uh, this, this new company who we, who we joined forces with <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I worked for them for, uh, from about April till about till last Friday. So last Friday I, I got let go, um, laid off and, um, they actually, actually was kind of cool because they, they offered me, you know, I could come back next year or I could take a severance and, um, just kind of walk away from it. And so I, I opted, uh, the severance route because, uh, you know, as you mentioned, I'm with Mike Claudio with WinRate Consulting. I've last you know, uh, seven months that I've been with him, I've truly found my passion. Uh, you know, I've always kind of really enjoyed helping people, um, bettering people's lives with, with any, and with anything, I mean, advice or business advice or wherever I can help. I love to just kind of plug those little, you know, things in there to help people. So 
Um, now I can be part of a, someone's success story, you know, in their business. That's an added bonus. And, uh, truly, like I said, I truly found my passion and I'm, I'm, uh, kind of excited about it. So I'm at a pivot point in my life and I'm excited to pursue my passion with, uh, with Mike and, and, uh, coaching. So awesome. Yeah. Can you yeah. maybe uh, touch a bit on, you know, the, use this as a bit of a platform for what you guys are doing, what you are doing with Mike, what Mike's doing, what win rate is all about. Um, and then let's pivot back to some of the, uh, the falling on your face stuff that you mentioned there before we can dive into those and hopefully people can come away with some tidbits too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you just want me to explain about win rate. Yeah. Tell, tell, tell the listeners kind of what you guys are about, um, who, okay. who you help. Cause it's not one industry from what I've seen. Correct. Yeah. I mean, we, we help, um, businesses in the home service and construction industry, but honestly, if, you know, we find that the, all those businesses have the same issues, you know, there's a huge need for, you know, leadership, business development, um, sales, you know, just, just having processes in those areas yeah. and efficiencies. And, um, you know, there's other areas too, helping with social media and, uh, not, n- not so much managing social media, but like giving out a, how to a do way it. to, yeah, how to do it, how to utilize it, how to grow a brand, having a consistent message, um, that represents your business and so on and so forth. So, we find that there's a huge need for all those things in that, in those industries. But, you know, Mike being who he is, I mean, he's got a, you know, huge heart as well and enjoys what he does. And I mean, he's helped a a dog training business, right? He's, he's helped a, you know, a guy who sells insurance. So if the mold, you know, if what you're going through, if it fits the mold, you know, we can help really anybody. So, He's very honest, you know, Mike's, you know, very honest. Uh, I mean, we just had a, just had a call yesterday with a, with a local, you know, uh, excavating company in town um, here where I live. And, and at the end of it, it's like, I can't help you. You know, he just wasn't in the, the, the this individual wasn't really at a point where he could get help. He was kind of deciding, you know, is he going to go this way or this way with his business? So yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we do there. And because what um, I've seen uh, in following your and, and Mike's journey. Um, and if you guys haven't checked out big stud sales, it's a, I learned stuff listening to it. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's uh, him and Ryan, Mike and Ryan uh, Weber, they, they hop on and they chat very, very bite-sized chunks. Um, yep. Very actionable tips, things, you know, everything to do with business, whether it be marketing to referrals to, you, you name it. Right. But, um, yeah, there's, there's a ton of value. If you can at least follow what Mike and, and Nick and Ryan and everyone with the win rate team is doing, I would recommend it. I think you'd come away, you know, with some tips and some actionable things to do. Yeah. Mike. I, and I will add to that. Mike gives away a ton of free content and spends a ton of time making content and it's very valuable. So there's the big stud sales podcast. Um, he's got his Mike Claudio YouTube channel. Yeah. That's really then- good too there's the construction selling Facebook group, which is a free Facebook group that, you know, again, just, just kind of little gold nuggets um, and, and little drop droplets of information that he gives out. Um, so definitely check those out. Yep, yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, it, the, I've been following along since, I mean, I think you were actually the one that connected me to Mike. Uh, yeah. Originally now we're, we're having you on the podcast. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, that's been a couple months now, I think. Yeah. Like there's, there's always something good. I, I always make a point to catch up on the podcast and mm-hmm. uh, the YouTube channel. So I know this is about you and your journey, so we won't, 
won't be oh, that's fine. long in there, but I know it's you that's know, part of my journey. It is, it is, it, and it's part of what you're what you're about, and what you're doing too. So if you guys mm-hmm. want to know more, reach out to Nick. I'll, I'll uh, put links to those the group and the podcast and stuff down below too, so that mm-hmm. um, they can follow. But you have a podcast too. I do have a podcast. It's and a lot different. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I haven't actually. Uh, I'll be honest. I haven't checked it out. I, I've yeah. seen uh, some snippets, but you you feel free to plug it here. It's called Honestish with a side of hot sauce. Which yep. I need to know why it's called that. I know you probably explained <laughs> it on the podcast, but just tell us quickly. So yeah, I'm, I'll be totally transparent with you. So honest-ish came from you know I think there's parts in our life where we're honest and then we're honest ish, right? Like we're honest until it's convenient for us or the other person or, um, so I, uh, Jeff straight, my co-host and I, we kind of dive into personal life experiences. You know, we give like, you know, sometimes 98% of the story, you know, yeah. there's that <laughs> 2% that's the, the ish that's going to stay out. But, yeah. um, no, that's, that's kind of where honest ish came from. And then with a side of hot sauce, honestly, man, uh, Jeff and I are, are, are kind of weirdos at heart. And uh, we came up with the honest dish. I'm like, man, it needs something, you know, and needs a side I'm of a, something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a huge, I love hot sauce. I'm a huge lover of hot sauce. So I'm like, let's plug that in there. And I'm like, you know what? That kind of goes like, it kind of adds to our personalities a little bit, right? Like we're, we're these honest, you know, honest dish individuals with a side of spicy, you know what I mean? So <laughs> Jeff, Jeff has no, no, uh, he, he doesn't hold anything back. He will be first to tell you that he's a Jew and he is very, uh, opinionated and the, the guy is very smart and, uh, intelligent. And you can tell that by just listening to him and, and hearing his stories, but no, it's a, it's a great pairing. And I got the, I was on Mike's Big Stud Sales podcast when I went down to North Carolina to meet Mike and I loved it, man. And I just, I just was like, man, I want to, I want to figure out how to do this, you know, but uh, I haven't been through as much experience and, and, um, education as Mike has with the whole, you know, and then I, I, you know, we might pivot the, the podcast right now, which has been kind of like comedy slash life experience, you know, maybe with some value. But uh, it's definitely different than big stud sales. So yeah, yeah, no, looking- I, w- I wanted to plug that because uh, <laughs> I've been seeing you. I've been seeing you post about that, and maybe yeah. I should have uh, gotten in there to get some little uh, little nuggets so you could bring out the honest the, the yeah. other two percent. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely yeah. have to check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. So that's good, man. That's good. Well, but I, I always like to humanize the people that I'm chatting with as well. So it's not just, like, <laughs> all right, let's chat about business only, right? Like, we yeah, have, yeah. We'll have our little side things too. So it's definitely entertaining. So check it out. Yep. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple, uh, the Apple podcast. So, yep. It's, uh, it's and we got an IG page, honest underscore ish or honest ish underscore podcast is our IG handle. So, Love we're, it. you know, making content and stuff like that. So love it. Yeah. Shoot me the links for that as well. And I'll post them yeah. down below too. So for sure. Cool, man. Well, now that we've kind of seen the, uh, the hot sauce side of you a little bit, maybe dive into those, those face plants that, uh, that you were chatting about. Cause uh, ultimately we want people to come away with some things, hopefully one or two things that they can do differently as they go through stuff. And I'm honestly, as a business owner, you know, going through growing mm-hmm. pains as we, we scale. So I, I'm always excited to hear from people in different industries. I like to say, and I heard this from someone like we're all selling 
a widget, right? Um, and so the business is business is business. And, and I mean, you just said that with what Mike's doing too. It's like he can, if a person is in the right place, he'll come alongside and help them because we're all ultimately struggling with the same things. Mm -hmm. um, so talk a bit about, you know, maybe pick the, the most gnarly <clears throat> one or, or get a little honestish on it, but uh, talk about a couple of things that, you know, you look back on and be like, man, if I were to do that again, this is yeah. how I would do it. But, but yeah. there's something exciting here. I mean, there's a ton, man. There's so much. And, and I'll just start going down the list. But, uh, you know, I think the biggest struggle and downfall that I had uh, in an ownership role was, you know, we, we kind of inherited the business, right? So with that, like I kind of brushed on earlier, I kind of inherited the way that my dad did things. And there wasn't a lot of, I mean, and, and I don't want to, 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 to dog on him. I mean, he did a very good job. Um, but there was a lot that, uh, knowing what I know now, I would have changed. So in the, you know, in that time period that I was in that role, I think not being, uh, open to new ideas, changes, and really, you know, educating myself on what I can do better. I, 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 you know, I really like, and being outside of it now looking in, I know exactly what happened. I mean, I became just comfortable and, and, and I became, you know, like just in stagnant water, you know, complacence, the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and, and complacency is uh, it's a dangerous place because, um, you know, I, 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 I inherited that. I made it mentality. You know, I made a good living. I was running the family business and I just didn't really do anything to improve myself. Um, as I was, you know, as I was going through that journey or improve the business, really, I mean, it just was kind of like, I, I kind of fell into the entrepreneurship, like, all right, like I can put in less hours and you know what I mean? Yeah, Which is the totally wrong. And I'm, I'm rolling. And, yeah. Yeah. It's the wrong mentality to have. I mean, it, it should have been the very opposite. Um, and two, I, I don't think that, um, you know, I don't think that that business was my passion at all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would, I would, I would say to, to some of the listeners out there, like, if you don't love what you're doing and it's just there because you're making a living at it, like the, you need to change that because you're just, you know, putting time, you know, all we have is time in this world, right? You're just wasting time and in, in, in doing what you're meant to do. And, and I'll tell you, being in the position that I am now, finding what I truly am, and was put on this earth to do, knowing that wholeheartedly that is such an incredible feeling. And I, I used to think, you know, people that said, find what you love to do and you'll never work another day in your life. I always thought that was BS. You know, I'm like that, that doesn't know. Like that's just but, wishful thinking at that point. Right. But that is 100% true. I mean, I know now, like, you know, on the coaching side of things, when I am working on that, I mean, it, it, I love it, man. I love talking to people. I love, you know, building relationships and, and just getting in front of people um, because I'm good at that. Right. Like, and so, uh, you know, I would, I would, I would definitely stress to people, you know, if you're just in the daily grind and, and you're, you're, you're just getting by and you started this business and it's like, you don't really love what you're doing, then it's time to pivot, you know? And so, and, uh, you know, a coach can help you do that for sure. So, yeah, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, it, it definitely helps it, having an outside perspective, when you're in that transition point, right? Like when you kind of feel stuck, when you kind of feel like, 
oh man, I just, you know, you know, we, we've, Mike, Mike has helped a lot of people pivot. So that's a, it, that's a great utilization for an outside perspective, someone that's helped other people do that. So that's another thing I would say. And, you know, the other thing is our culture really was not great. And I kind of brushed on that earlier when you and I were talking and, you know, just having that scarcity mindset of like, you know, maybe this, like some of those employees that I, you know, had, uh, when I took over, I, I, I'd grown up with and they'd seen me grow up. Right. Some of them were older than me and been there longer, but, um, and some of those employees were really hard workers, but they were kind of some of, I would say, you know, some of what affected the culture of the business. You know, I don't really want to say bad apples, but the, it's just our, our culture wasn't really where it, where it should have been, you know? Um, so I think. Can you speak to any specifics in that? Um, because culture is something that I see a lot of people, like when, when you put out the call, like, what do you, what's the biggest thing you struggle with in your business? Um, and, mm-hmm. and often it's employees. Like that's the, the number one thing that I see. Um, yeah. yeah. But then I also, I, I, you know, I started to get to know people a little bit and I'm not calling out everybody that answers employees, but I'm saying, you know, maybe you can dive into what the specific culture things were. Cause I've seen some people who I wouldn't want to work with and they're the ones yeah. complaining about employees and not finding good employees. Um, Cause I've also talked to people who, yeah, it's, it's challenging to find people that put in good work, but if you treat the employees well, um, the Callaways, Keith Callaway, mm-hmm. junior and senior um, in mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon, they have an incredible company culture in their paving company. Yeah. Um, and they've worked really hard to make that a thing. Uh, and, and so that, that's where I'm hoping you can get a little bit granular to use uh, Mike's favorite word there. Yeah, granular and, and articulate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and articulate it the best I can. Um, but uh, no, so I mean, examples of that are, are just, you know, guys with bad attitudes, um, you know, guys that, that don't have any respect for other people because, you know, maybe these other people don't work. And, you know, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I think it was a mixture of both. I think it was the wrong people, you know, in our, in our business. Um, and I think that some of it was probably mine and my brother's uh, responsibility to work with these people and really like sit side by side with them and, and maybe ask them, you know, their feelings on stuff or, or, or try and get to the, the root of the problem of what's making them act that way or, or be the, 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 the way that they're being. Right. Um, so it, you know, one thing I've learned when, with my time with Mike is that the key going out and finding the perfect employee, never going to happen. So the longer, the longer time you just siphon through employees and are like, no, he doesn't fit you know, after a couple months, no, he doesn't fit. No, he doesn't fit. You're kind of just going to be spinning your wheels and you're kind of delaying time. And if I mean, you were to, employees are going to talk to other people that are going to eventually not work out for you too, right? Exactly. So really what I've learned over, over this time is that it, it's about like morphing, you know, this, this person into the right employee. Like what does your key employee look like? You've got to figure that out as a business owner. What type of person do you want in your business? And then you need to train those people to be that person because people are trainable. And if you set forth, you know, the, the, the right vibes and the right, you know, culture yourself, where you want to, you know, you I always say you want to be someone that people would sit down and have a beer with. That's important too. 
um, that, that, that makes people want to be around you. And then that, that, that allows people or, or that allows you to be able to like really, you know, help these people and have them be receptive of that help, you help know, them to be vulnerable with the things that maybe they hate about yeah. their position or hate about way things are done and stuff. A hundred percent. If you're this loud, you know, screaming at people and they're going to be closed off and you're not going to find anything out about them, yeah. you know? So you really, you know, uh, being a leader, it's all about communication. You know, it's, it's a huge, huge key of it. Um, so you've got to really, you know, that's one thing I learned along the way, you know, because in, in a lot of the, the paving and asphalt industry guys will know, like, you know, there, there's a lot of different individuals that, that work, you know, in this industry, um, a lot of different personalities, I should say, you know, um, so you, you really, you can't talk to, to you the same. I talked to Tommy over there. You know, I mean, it's, 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 you've got to, you've got to be transparent and you've got to, you know, uh, you know, just, just make that transition. So. And speak to Tommy where he is and speak to me where I am. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You guys are both in two separate places. So. I, I yep. love the part about uh, everyone being trainable too, um, because I know in jobs that I've worked before uh, and people that I've worked for, they just expect you to know everything. Right. And then you, mm-hmm. when you screw up, it's like, oh, come on. Like you're not, good for it good for the position but then i've you know i've seen that happen to other people too and i know that the people that i've seen it happen to um they were they're really smart people they just weren't given a a way a path forward there's no Mm -hmm. um there's no clear direction i've heard my coaches and and mentors and stuff and i know mike talks about this on on big stud sales it's like if you don't have a process in place then your high achievers probably won't want to work with you because they want to, they want to work under a process. Right. You, you I, want to say something, go ahead. I lost a couple of people because of that. Yeah. You know, and I, I just chalked it up to, well, you know, who wants to be in an asphalt maintenance business for the rest of their life? Right. So, but really if, if I had, had done the work and set the right, you know, set the right tone and, and provided the right environment, that could have been a possibility. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause uh, you've probably seen, I've recently brought someone on who's going to kind of be working alongside me here locally. Um, uh, Ryan. And uh, it was, it was weird when I first started thinking about bringing someone on, because first of all, <laughs> I didn't have any processes in place. Everything was in my head. Um, and that's just, you know, that's the way I operated. Right. I, I took a lot of action. I did a lot of, you know, found a lot of things that didn't work a lot of things that did work but I didn't necessarily write everything down. So it was kind of intimidating for me looking at it from that perspective. But then I was like, man, like I wish I knew someone that just had all the knowledge I had. And I had to really go back and look and say, I didn't have all this knowledge at one point. I had to learn it all. Someone taught me all of this. Yep. Um, and so it's been incredible to see him come on board and just soak up the info and soak up and, and be so teachable because he had zero knowledge and what we were doing before this, you know, similar to me when, when I started out. Right. It's like, yeah, he's just, he's soaking it up, but, uh, but I've really tried to make it, you know, my favorite thing to say is there's no dumb questions. Um, you know, ask the question. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you if you've, I've answered it 50 times already, but you know, for the most <laughs> part, people don't ask the same questions, but yeah, to see people, to see him just come on board. And like, now we're at the point where he's really starting to come in and take a load off my shoulders um, and mm-hmm. allow me to continue to kind of take the company where we want it to go, take the business in a way that, you know, serves the most people. Um, but I had to like, 
kind of step back and be humble and say, look, there's a lot of things I need to do to make this easier for people coming on. Mm -hmm. um, so Ryan, like if you're willing mm -hmm. to jump in while it's still a little bit messy and help me sort this out, you know, get on you, man. Like this is, we're going to go places, but I mm -hmm. know that it would have been even better if I'd had processes in place. And so yeah. we, as we grow further, it's like, we're really trying to nail that down. Yeah. Um, yeah that's cool. What, uh, from a business side, like, I mean, that is what you were talking about as a business side, obviously, but like from a, from a management side, other than like personnel, employees and stuff, what, you know, what's kind of something that jumps into your head there that you could have done differently? Um, well, I, and, and this is going to seem like a plug, but honestly, man, to be totally transparent, if we would have had a coach, literally, I mean, and, and this just applies to, to what was going on in our business because we needed coaching on so many different areas, you know, and to have the right processes in place, like you're saying. And um, if we would have had a coach, whether it be a Mike or someone else, I mean, we, we definitely would still be in business, you know, and I, I think there's a, there's a sweet spot, you know, where it may, it might've been, you know, too far gone, yeah. but uh if we would have been smart enough and researched and, you know, just done our due diligence in trying to find the cure for the problem, uh, you know, we would have found that, you know, coaching was something that, you know, would have helped us. But at the same time, I feel like having a coach is, is kind of something new, you know, it, I mean, not in the last year or two, but like, you know, maybe in the last, five to 10 years, like it's kind of, and now in the, in the past, I would say five years, it's just starting to become more, you know, people are starting to see, see the, see more popular, see the value and people are, cause you gotta be open to it, you know? And, and, and also it's, it's, it's getting out the right message about what it is. Like a lot of people are like, you know, either they're not open because, you know, their ego is too big and they're like, no, I, I can do this myself. Right. It's like the guy, it's like uh, us as men, we never read directions when we're putting something together, right? Like, <laughs> why would we read something that tells us what to do? We know how to do it. Exactly. Uh, and if we really get in a pinch, then we'll go back. Exactly. But if you would have read the directions, you would have been done way faster. You know what I mean? You would have gotten to your end goal way faster. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I think that uh, I think that, that would have helped us quite a bit um, in, that, in that area. So yeah and it's it's interesting you say that too but i mean i know you're in this space and you're kind of you know working to shift people's perspectives um i've spent a lot of money on coaches and, and mentors and teachers as well and that's the only reason i am where i am today um, yep it was a big investment i had to my first sale i like to to tell people my first sale was telling convincing Alyssa to take the money we had saved up for a bathroom renovation and and put that into you know, coaching, <laughs> mm -hmm. basically the, the process that got me started down this journey. Um, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Um, you know, once people cross that barrier of seeing the value, you know, I, I kind of missed my other point I was trying to make, but it also the thing that people are kind of standoffish about is they don't want someone coming into their business and telling them what to do, but it's, it's not really, you know, Mike kind of, uh, he uses a car, you know, engine as an analogy. I'm not trying to give you a new motor, you know, I'm just trying to fine tune, maybe turbocharge your motor that you already have in place. So there's a huge misconception there. Why, you know, what, what, which makes people 
have that kind of scarcity mindset or just turned off by it. But really, you know, if you would just like drop your ego and, you know, bite the bullet and invest in this coaching, um, you know, it, just like my analogy, you, you'd get to where you want to get w- w- with the directions that you're, you know, that you're not reading, right? You'd get there a lot faster, you know, and that, and that's the, that's the, that's the end goal for us. So, well, and, you know, and just having someone to bounce ideas off of someone yeah. who's been, I mean, Mike hasn't been in all the industries, but he's been in business, right. Um, to yeah. use that example. Mm-hmm. And so just to have someone who's not emotionally attached to what's going on in your business yeah. is huge. And, and often a good coach won't give you the answers. They'll try and lead you to figure them out yourself. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I mean, I understand there's different industries, but at the end of the day, business is kind of business, you know? Um, and, and, and that doesn't apply to every single industry, but at the end of the day, like, especially the platforms that we teach or the, our foundation rather that, that we kind of focus on can kind of be plugged into a, a lot of different industries, but, uh, and nine times out of 10, man, with, with the people that have hired us to work, you know, work with them, <laughs> it, every single time it's like, man, I wish I would have did this a year or two ago or, I mean, once you see the, once you, you know, see the value, it's like clear as day. It's like, wow, why didn't I do this before? You know? So. Yeah. And it's not, it's not one, it's not like, Oh, what am I going to get out of this? How many hours of training am I going to get out of it? Um, My favorite are the hot seats when you're put on the spot in the zoom call or whatever. um, And, and you go through what you're facing, what, what went wrong this week? What went right? Um, I don't, I'm sure Mike does something similar. Um, 100%. 100%. Yeah. One of those, like a five second, like click could make the difference mm-hmm. between you doubling your business next year. It's like, I mean, it's the concept of putting it being the dumbest person in the room, surrounding yourself with, you know, the five people you hang out around the most often you're going to become an, uh, you know, an average of them. Um, it's, it's just putting yourself with people who have reached a level of success that you haven't reached or that can, yeah. you know, help you pinpoint the things that you haven't, that you can't see or, because I, I know myself, like I get, I latch onto an idea and I'm an action taker. So I'm just going to, I'm going to make a decision and then it all funnels down to that one thing I'm going to do. And then I no longer look at the peripherals, but having someone there to be like, okay, well, I mean, that's great. You're taking action, but maybe you should be kind of taking this into account too. Right. Yep. 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 An outside perspective for sure. So You're yeah, just, we kind of, we, we kind of broke off on that tangent, but I just, dude, I'm so passionate about this coaching thing. And there's, I mean, I understand I, I I'm in the industry, but there is so much value. And that's why I'm here because I've been through what I've been through with my asphalt maintenance company. And I feel like there's a story there that I can tell other people mm-hmm. to help them because that's at the end of the day. And you know, this may sound cliche, but at the end of the day, that's why I'm here. I want to help people prevent what I went through, you know, because I, I, it's that, you know, that sucks. Let's just, you know, we'll, say how it is so anyways so so no we've been harping on the things you would have done differently what was a couple things you did well like what what you look back on and be like i think we nailed that i mean i'm really good with people um i'm you know i I, i'd call myself a, a good manager you know so i feel like my communication was great um with the guys and with the customers you know i i I kind of took my dad's role in that he built relationships along the way. And that's how he kind of built his business. 
And I just, I, I got in front of, you know, all of our big contracts that we had and kind of carried on those relationships and, um, um, help build more relationships, you know, because I, like I said earlier in the call, I mean, I love getting in front of people. I love talking to people. So, you know, I'm not afraid to get in front of people and, and talk to them and, and ask for their business. Right. So, um, uh, you know, contract, you know, I was, I was a good contract, you know, relations type person. And then also with the employees as well, I feel like, um, you know, I, I communicated with them very well, which is very, you know, again, like I said also, but it's very important. You know, I, I, I definitely, uh, I got a big heart, you know, that was probably, a uh, a double-edged sword, maybe, you know, but, uh, it, it, it came into play, you know, it, it, for, for a benefit, um, when it did. And it, it also bit me in the ass when it did. So, but I, I would take having a big heart over, I guess, you know, the, the other side of that. So, um, people appreciated that side of me and I, I feel like, you know, I've, yeah, I was a good, I was a good communicator. I mean, anyone could, I had an open door policy, just like, you know, most, most of the uh, entrepreneur bosses out there, I'm sure do too, but you know, I, I, I could sit down and talk to anyone about anything on any given day, you know, I'll drop what I'm doing and, and uh, to help them out. So they, I, I feel like my team felt cared for and so on and so forth. So the, that's awesome. And that's huge to be able to have someone to talk to you. So the, we had talked, uh, just previously uh, about, you know, the process side maybe could have been a bit better for some employees, but you know, the communication was there, but maybe if you had kind of dug deeper into what they really needed from the workplace, that's where you sure. could have done yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 hundred percent. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Um, so, I mean, I, the, we covered a, a little, you know, a range of topics here. Um, and, and obviously because you're working in the, the, coaching space and the business health space we did we spent some time on that which i i i love and and i i wouldn't bring this up if i didn't follow what mike's doing and uh, and kind of mm -hmm. see and i keep bringing it back to mike i know that you're the guest here so we should be talking more about nick but i know that's, that you're that's fine you're working to funnel people into into the win rate family as yep. well too so yeah yep. um what would be you know something i always like to ask guests uh before, before we hop off is what, what's something that you would tell someone who's just starting out in business? What is like one or two things that you would say that you think would make all the difference for them as they're, they're getting out, started out in business? Um, two things that come to my mind are don't cut corners. Um, make it, make sure everything's legit. You know, I mean, I, I, I see that, especially again, in this industry, there's a lot of guys that will cut corners. Um, we'll take a shortcut. You know, maybe, uh, no, they won't find out about that. Just be totally legit when, when you're starting out, you know, make sure all your bases are covered. Maybe talk to someone, some other people in the industry and get some tips and, and make sure everything's in line. And then, you know, be, always be educating yourself. You know, that's one thing that, again, that I, I didn't do, you know, I, I was in that I made it mentality and, and, you, you, you constantly have to be learning, whether it be from a coach or whether it be from, you know, a podcast or, you know, in your industry, there's, there's so many things out there to educate yourself on so many different things. Um, so just constantly be educating yourself because that's, what's going to really, you know, differentiate you from your competition. Right. Cause if you're not doing it, someone else is. Yeah. So um, yeah, those would be the two things that I would suggest someone who's just starting out. So. 
I love that. And I always feel like there should be a mic drop after those, those end. And so then I have to figure out some way to rally and, and wrap up the podcast. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome, man. And, and Nick, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, yeah, you know, I know you've I appreciate been busy and it's been, it's been kind of crazy for you the, these last few weeks, but I appreciate you rescheduling as well um, around yeah. my schedule. Um, yeah, just, likewise. just say again, where people can find what you guys are doing um, and obviously go over and subscribe and, and review and all those things, the, the platforms that Nick is going to talk about and review this podcast as well, if you find it useful, but uh, yeah, drop, drop where, where people can find what you're doing, what Mike's doing, um, your podcast, the, uh, the hot sauce one as well. Um, and I'll drop yeah. the links in the comments as well. Yeah. So I'll start with Mike and, and us at WinRate. you know, our Instagram handle is uh, at WinRate consulting. Um, that's kind of the main one. That's the one that Mike manages. And then, Excuse me. My my Instagram handle for WinRate is Nick underscore at the word at spelled out underscore WinRate underscore consulting. I know it's kind of long, but uh, um, and then Mike's YouTube channel, uh, Mike Claudio on YouTube. You can find him there. Big Stud Sales podcast on Spotify, on Apple um, or not Apple, but yeah, the Apple podcast. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, our website, you know, WinRateConsulting.com is also out there. So uh, those are the platforms that you could find us at. And then the Facebook group also, um, construction selling is the Facebook group, free Facebook group. Lots of value lots of, in there. Lots of value in there. And, and also, you know, lots of value from Mike, but also there's a lot of different business owners, like-minded individuals, if you will, that are in there that, that uh, also apply, you know, knowledge as well to something you might be, you know, struggling with or, um, you know, a question you might have. So that's kind of Mike's stuff, my stuff. <clears throat> um, the pot, our podcast, uh, honest ish with a side of hot sauce. Again, find that on Spotify, Apple Me- or Apple or Apple podcast. And, um, our Instagram too is, uh, honest ish underscore podcast. Uh, it's our Instagram handle. So love that. Love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and as Mike says, uh, you know, win fast and win often guys get out there, make fast some- and win often. Yeah take some uh take some of these nuggets that that nick has shared from his story of what he would do differently and and you know if you don't know how to change it go find someone that does um, i think you can see the knowledge that he brings so definitely reach out to him uh, if if that makes sense for you but yeah and and i'll I, and i'll add one more thing guys if, if anyone has a question about business about anything you can reach out to me you can reach out to mike um we always do free 30 minute phone calls so if there's something that you're kind of struggling with or or maybe, you know, you got some questions about coaching, feel free to reach out to us. So we've been more than happy to get on the phone with you. That's huge. Yeah, no. And, and once again, Nick, I really appreciate you taking the time out. Um, it's been awesome Absolutely. to get to know you both on, yeah. on here that people have heard, but you know, you're sharing some stuff before too, which I really appreciate. So yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, no, this is good. We'll, uh, we'll wrap up off here, but guys reach out, connect with these people and, uh, and make it happen. Win fast and win often. <laughs>